I'm so glad you've joined us now for Until All Have Heard from the Far East Broadcasting Company. I'm Wayne Shepard here with Ed Cannon, president of FEBC, and a vice president of FEBC is going to join us in a moment. And his name is David Wolin. He's yeah. been with us a little over a year now. Great young leader, and we're so thrilled to have David on the team at FEBC. Hey, we're going to talk about the reaching the unreached, the priority of us reaching the unreached with the gospel. So you can't talk about that without turning to the Great Commission, Ed. So may I read this? Please do. These familiar words in uh, the last few words, few verses of Matthew chapter 28, Jesus came and told his disciples, I've been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I've given you and be sure of this, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Mm. That's our, those are our marching orders, aren't they? Yeah. And interestingly, in the book of Acts, chapter 1, he went on further. One of the last things Jesus ever said to his disciples before he left this earth for a good long time, where you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in Judea and Samaria, and more importantly, and to the ends of the earth. Mm. You will be my witnesses. So if you are his disciple— just like many here at FEBC are, we are to be witnesses to the ends of the earth. Well, let's bring David into the conversation. David, welcome. Hey, thanks very much. Tell us a little bit of your thinking about these marching orders that we all, there isn't an option really here for the disciple of Christ. No, there isn't. The the Great Commission is for all all followers of Christ uh, at all times, and uh, I'm glad you led with the Great Commission. I was uh, I was looking at this recently. Uh, there is actually a Great Commission passage in each of the Gospels, and then in Acts, where Ed was just reading. Yes. It was not a you know final parting thought in just kind of a by the way happenstance. It was it was the core message of Jesus to his disciples, all the way from his resurrection to the ascension. Yeah, and I love the thinking about what this term to the ends of the earth means. You know, David, you haven't had the privilege to travel like Wayne and I have to see some of the spots where FEBC is serving. But truly, when we get out into remote regions of Southeast Asia and you see what people are eating and what kind of buildings they live in and how they grow their food and how they communicate with each other— These places are truly what I think about the ends of the earth. Right. And then you see the staff who work in those environments. And it's just a humbling experience, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Because I think what Wayne's uh, intonating here is that it's not that our staff just do broadcasting. They don't just sit behind a microphone and speak. In order to take the gospel to the ends of the earth, we need to meet with the people. We need to engage the listening Mm -hmm. audience in such a way that we know that the broadcast have reached into their hearts and minds and changed their lives. Well, David, is this uh, emphasis on reaching the unreached one of the reasons you joined FEBC? Absolutely, uh, it's the it's the clarity of both mission and vision. You know, if you if you're not clear on what your mission is, you'll just do whatever seems you know most opportune at the moment. But our mission is very clear. Uh, FEBC's mission is to reach the unreached, uh, and and as Ed has often said, it's until every man, woman, and child has heard the gospel of Jesus Christ, which for me is a restatement. 
statement of the Great Commission, and and that's the that's the life mission it ought to be of everyone who follows Christ. Yeah. Well, the topic, the theme of this podcast, until all have heard. That's taken from from you, Ed. You you sign your letters that way. I sign my letters that way, and I've actually been challenged by many people saying, "Well, you know, you're not going to be helping everyone here." Well, no, that's not what that means. It means we will continue in the mission that we have, taking Christ to the world by radio and new media, Mm -hmm. at least until all have heard or until we're no longer here to do that broadcast. But I think what David has said is critically important for FEBC is that we are laser focused on one thing, on our mission to use media to proclaim the gospel to people who don't have an opportunity. They don't have a pastor. They don't have a Bible. They don't have a church on their street corner. And in many cases, uh, governments and individual people are working against those people's ability to hear the gospel. Mm -hmm. Because Christ has many enemies still today on this earth. And and they're the ones that are trying to oppress us and keep that gospel out. So our goal is crystal clear— Proclaim the gospel to the people who don't have the opportunity to hear. Well, I know how personally committed each of you are to the Great Commission, and you are action-oriented men. There's no question about that. You're strategists as well. You like to think about how to get the job done. So, David, let's talk with Ed here about getting the job done. What are some of the strategies that FEBC employs? Yeah, so there's a there's a couple of really critical things, and we've been talking uh, about it, and we've been using the term unreached, and it's 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 actually more of a technical term than people might realize. We we hear the the word unreached, and we might think uh, lost or or non believer, but there's a real critical difference, especially in in missions, and when it comes to focusing on reaching the unreached. Because unreached isn't isn't is more than that. It's not it's not just lost or non Christian. We're talking we're talking about those who have never yet heard the gospel. So you know, thinking back, let's let's think about this in the the parable that Jesus told, parable of the sowers. And you've got the three bad types of soil. There's the there's the path with the hard ground. There's the rocky soil. There's the soil with the thorns. And there's the good soil. Right. Well. There's there's actually kind of a fifth soil in that parable, but it's the one that uh, is sort of implicit that came before the parable, before the seed was sown. That's the unreached. Those are the folks where they haven't even had the chance to respond. We don't yet know what will happen when the seed falls because it hasn't yet fallen. We're focused on the places where people haven't even had a chance to hear yet, and that's critically important. Yeah, yeah that's very good, David. I love that analogy that it's uh, it, it's soil that has no seed, so we don't know how seed will germinate in that soil until we seed it, and that's our job. But I think you were alluding a minute ago to uh, that there's a, that unreached is a technical term, uh, and and amongst missions organizations, there's there's numerical evaluation of what unreached means. Yeah, that's right. Do you, that's right. Do you have those on the top of your head? Yeah, yeah, we do. And it's interesting in the in the missions world at large, there seems to be kind of a coalescing around how to look at this. Uh, the Joshua Project is a, is a great source for kind of amalgamating all of that data together. But we're look, we're talking about unique people groups. 
where less than 2% are evangelical Christian. And the things that they have in common, uh, all those that would be considered unreached, is that they don't have a Bible accessible in their language, they don't have a local church, and they don't know a, a single Christian, so they really don't have any opportunity to have a viable presentation of the gospel. Uh, so those are the unreached. And when you quantify that, uh, you know, we've got 8 billion people, uh, a little more than that, uh, estimated as the population of the earth today. And those that fall in the definition of less than 2% Christian, and then those, uh, those, 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 three, um, those uh, three descriptors, um, that's 3.2 billion people, about four in 10 people on, on earth today. And then here's, here's the crazy thing, Ed, and you and I have spent a lot of time talking about this. Among the Western church today, 99% of dollars devoted to missions get spent on places that are not unreached. And 97% of the missionaries that go out into the field go to places that are already reached. So those 3.2 billion people who have never heard, by and large, are being neglected in missions. And so it's not just FEBC. This is kind of a, a movement, I think, among the church today around the world, recognizing that there's this great imbalance and striving to step forward and step up and find ways to fix it. FEBC uh, has a real critical part to play in that. And so one of the things we're doing is seeking to connect with local churches and and partner in really meaningful ways. There are places where we're broadcasting, like in, in Northern Thailand, for instance, where there are people groups that fall in this unreached category, and there's an opportunity for collaboration and to, and to pray for and to resource those efforts to reach the unreached. Hmm. You know, I think in a nutshell, FEBC's entire focus is about reaching the unreached, going to the hard places. It always has been, and it has been primarily because that's where radio excels over any other type of missions movement. Uh, Dr. Bowman, our founder, many, many years ago, started de- delivering radios to people in these unreached areas so they could listen to shortwave broadcasts, and he called it a missionary in a box hmm. or a portable missionary yeah. uh, because the concept was you need a person to go to tell, and a radio is a substitute for a person because it works so well in these unreached places. And, you know, David, you were throwing out some of those numbers. One of the reasons that I think 99% of the money is spent on, on, on areas in the world that have been reached is because it's easy. Mm-hmm. What we find is it's really, really hard to get to these unreached places. How are you going to find broadcasters who broadcast in these minority languages that the people understand? Mm-hmm. And since in these minority languages... There's less than 1% Christians in many of the places where we go. How do you find someone amongst that tiny people group who is a Christian and understands the language and is willing to work for FEBC and has the skills to do radio? We are absolutely looking for a needle in a haystack when it comes to finding these people that are capable of doing the broadcast. And that's just building the ground of having a staff to do it. That doesn't even include actually doing it and getting out and doing the broadcast. So I just want to make the point to people that the reason so few resources 
are going toward reaching the unreached is because of the extraordinary difficulty that it takes to get the it, it's nearly impossible. Yeah, yeah, it is. And I think it underscores the dependence that we have to have on the Spirit of God to lead us, you know, just in the way that it, like in Acts 8, when the Spirit of God takes Philip to a place that he never would have guessed to share the gospel with a person he never would have anticipated, that was Spirit-led. Um, we have to do the same today. We have to we have to be depending on the Spirit to to bring us those people, and then that itself underscores why the the efforts to to mobilize prayer are so so critical. Because we need God to open up these doors for us. We can't do it for ourselves. That's exactly right. And you know, I have to tell you, David, in in my ten years here at FEBC. Almost all of the really encouraging successes that we've seen, a breakthrough moment, a new broadcaster in a new language on a new platform, whatever it is, it's not really part of our wisdom and knowledge. We look at it and we say, wow, it's incredible that God has given us this initiative to be able to do something that we hadn't actually planned for. It's trusting in him and allowing God's leadership to take us to do things that we hadn't planned of before. You know, I, I, I love to quote this. David, you're tired of hearing me say this. <laughs> but Dr. Bowman used to always say, when people would ask him, how do you find these people in these remote places, in these minority languages, with such dedication and faith to be able to effectively broadcast? And Dr. Bowman's answer was always the same. You see, we don't find them. God sends them to us. And that's the same way with the strategies and the plans. When we have a staff around the world that are dedicated to the proclamation of the gospel to the least reached who spend time in God's word on their knees praying, God delivers to us ways in which to reach people that we could never think of. And that's why today tens of millions of people are responding to the broadcast that FEBC puts out in the language that people most understand yeah. their native tongue. It's a real distinctive of this ministry. Uh, David, a moment ago, you mentioned the importance of getting churches involved in praying for this uh, this matter of reaching the unreached. Uh, there are some things that we're doing at FEBC to help. Let's talk about that for a moment. Let's talk about the prayer guide. Yeah, I think you're referring to Unreached in Focused, which is uh, one of the newest things that we've begun creating. And it's a, it's a monthly communication that is, I mean, really anybody could sign up for it, but we have churches in mind. So this is unreached in focus. And basically what this is, is it's, it's, a, it's a guide for a corporate prayer. You could do this at a church service. You could do it in a Bible study, you know, or a Sunday school class, and, or you could just use it on your own. But uh, what we do is we, we focus in each month on a different place. Could be a country. It could be a unique people group every once in a while, maybe just a core issue uh, that, that we're facing in, in the, the, the global uh, push to reach the unreached. And so each month what this contains is a little description, just two paragraphs, just to kind of orient and educate uh, whoever's reading it so that they can then uh, communicate uh, what what the core issues are. Maybe maybe it's what does it take right now to reach the unreached in Myanmar, which is one of the most uh, unreached as well as persecuted places in the world. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. what are some prayer points? There's some graphics, uh, just easy, easy to look at, uh, faces of people in that region, a, a few simple prayer points. Uh, 
And then just a sample prayer, if, if that's helpful for someone just to know how to go about praying for, for those who are yet unreached. Um, so that's available on our website right now, febc.org. You know, one of the things, David, we always say about this broadcast is that we're obliged to share with the Christians here in the United States what we have had the opportunity to see when we go inside these countries and see how God's Word is spreading through many missions, not just ours, but many other uh, missions of people, and what God is doing through those people in the country. We actually have the opportunity to deliver, I think, to our listeners— fresh news from these countries that you're not going to hear on the standard media platforms. We have people in the country who live in these environments, and they know firsthand what's going on. And to get that news from a Christian perspective in places like Myanmar that you just Mm -hmm. said, or northern Thailand, we were just on the phone this morning uh, with our director in India hearing about what's going on there with uh, you know the oppression against Christianity, the new movements in that country. And so, yeah, we have that opportunity. We have that obligation. And this little device that you're talking about, the uh, monthly update on, on ministries in, in countries, is a great way for you to go a little bit deeper than we can on this program. It's called Unreached in Focus. Uh, I love the idea. I love how it connects churches, maybe a Sunday school group, a Bible study, uh, it connects us to what's happening around the world, as Ed has just said. So, and, and more importantly, how to pray specifically for those situations. How do we find this on the website, and, and who should sign up for it? Well, really, anybody can. Uh, you don't. You don't have to. You don't have to be an ordained pastor or anything like that. I mean, really, it's just your your name and your email. Uh, that's all. That's all we're going to send okay. you. And by the way, if you do sign up for this, that is all you will receive from us. We really wanted to make this. Uh, this communication, something that was very prayer focused. So, uh, so that's it. You sign up, you'll get one email a month, um, unless you ask for more. But this is this is just focused on prayer, and you can find it just by going to febc.org. And if you just scroll down just a little bit, you'll see uh, a big banner, and it says "Mobilize your church to pray for the unreached." It's pretty close to the top, and you'll see uh, how you can sign up right there. Right. So since we all can't go to places like Myanmar and uh, North Thailand to do missions work, what we can do right from your very home, sign up for this material, learn about the ministries, and learn how to pray for those people. Mm -hmm. David, it's a joy to be with you today. Could I close this broadcast today in prayer? Mm, Please do. Lord, we're so grateful for the instruction you have given us in your word to go and proclaim your gospel to every tribe and tongue and nation. So, Lord, we join together with those listening to this podcast today in prayer. We pray, Lord, that you will mobilize your people, that you will bring more laborers to the harvest, that you will embolden our broadcasters with the truth of the gospel and a fearless pursuit of taking your gospel to the world so that these people in these nations can hear the gospel and that when they hear it, not only will they come to faith, but they too will become disciples in their country, sharing in the most effective way possible that is face-to-face communication of the good news to those people. And Lord, we pray to the end that everyone who has an opportunity to hear will have an open heart and come to faith in your Son. We pray this in the name of him who gave us the instructions, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. 
Well, David gave the website. I'll give it again, febc.org. You're probably very familiar with it. Look for this prayer guide there, the International Prayer Guide, Unreached in Focus. And let's uh, let's partner to pray together uh, for these countries of the world. David Wollen of FEBC. Thanks for your time today, David. It was a pleasure. Thank you. Good to talk to you, David. See you soon. Hey, likewise. And thanks for joining us now for Until All Have Heard. Spread the word about this podcast. If you would leave a review of the podcast online, that always is very, very helpful. Until All Have Heard from the Far East Broadcasting Company, produced by Joe Carlson. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.